Welcome everyone to the Robcast, where we talk about anything and everything with your host, myself, Robert Enriquez. Today's episode is brought to you by Up and Smoke Barbecue, the best barbecue in Eastside San Jose. They have the most delicious smoked meats and sides. Check them out at Up and Smoke Barbecue on Instagram and get your barbecue fix. Today's episode is sponsored by DivinityInspired.co. Divinity Inspired is all about being yourself and doing what you love. Check them out at Divinity Inspired on Instagram or at DivinityInspired.com and get yourself an awesome t-shirt. And we're live. Welcome to the Robcast, episode one. It's just me. I have no guests flying solo. So I'm going to start this episode off by answering a few questions. Thank you everyone that asked a question on Instagram. It really helps me out because it helps me engage with you guys. And it gives me future ideas for future episodes. So let's get started. At Bayonetta asks, why is everyone moving to Texas? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's hot. It's cheaper to live. But even tech companies moving to Texas. So maybe Texas is the move. I don't know. I want to visit. I wanted to go this past summer, but it didn't end up happening. But um, I'll make it out there. Hopefully pretty soon. At Delaney asks... I need to hear you guys' thoughts on Squid Game. At Delaney, I'm sorry, but it's just me from now on. I'm the only host. And I haven't watched Squid Game yet. I hear it's good. I hear it's awesome, but I haven't it hasn't grabbed my attention enough. I honestly hate binging TV shows, especially if I'm full on, you know, excited about it. I just I can't it's I can't sit around for eight to ten hours just binging a TV show. But um I'll I'll give it a watch. I'll I'll see what's up. Next question from Only Temporary. It's not a question, it's a comment. He says, check out Forehead Fables. I did. Their their animations are awesome on their podcast episodes. I didn't get the chance to watch a full one, but I'll definitely check them out. And thanks for thanks for letting me know about that podcast. I'll watch it. At Little Del Real, Sub Del Real, asks, what's your take on the increase of gas prices in California? I absolutely hate it, but what are you going to do? we got to deal with the prices, and hopefully they drop soon, but... I honestly don't see that happening. At Fungal Body asks, how to have a meaningful, fulfilling life in contemporary times? I'll be honest, I wasn't too sure what contemporary meant when I first read this question, but from what Google says, it just basically means the present time. And honestly, that's a tough question because I, I, I struggle trying to live in the present too. I'm sure everyone does, but we can't you know, spend our time dwelling on the past because the past already happened. And the future hasn't happened yet. So what we might have in our mind may not even be close to what's really going to happen in the future. So I guess the only way to really have a meaningful and fulfilling life in the present is just to, you know, roll with the punches. Something happens in the present that you don't like, we could fix it, make it better. If you're focusing too much on the future, it's going to bring you anxiety. If you focus on the past, it'll bring you depression. Honestly, neither one of those is going to make anyone's life any better. If anything, it's going to make things harder. So just, you know, focus on the present as much as you can and and being good in the present time. LA50 asks, how was the new Halloween movie? I'm going to be a hundred. I did not watch the whole movie. I watched maybe five, ten minutes and I thought it was dumb. So I turned it off and watched something else. I don't know, I just couldn't sit through it. The first scene, two officers are in a building, in a house, I think, and Michael Myers has one officer on his arm about to kill him, 
Next officer comes up the stairs, shoots his partner and kills his partner. And Michael Myers is walking down the stairs super slow like he always does in movies. The officer shooting at Michael, missing every single shot he sh he's shooting. And Michael runs off and gets away. After that moment, I turned it off and I did not look back. LA50 also asks, what's the best taco spot in the Bay? Buddy, I think you know that answer. I'll be honest, guys, I don't really try different taco spots. I kind of keep it simple and I just go to the closest one that's the best. I go to Super T for my tacos. I get the Super Tacos of Asada because I'm not really a fan of the rest of the other meats there. You get a bang for your buck. You get a nice taco, a nice heavy taco, actually. Avocado, pico de gallo, your meat. If you, I like getting them dorados. You get them crispy and you get a, a layer of cheese in between both tortillas. Delicious. If you haven't tried it, I highly recommend. Uh, for burritos, I go to Chancho's right across the street. The burritos are huge. They don't they don't cheap out on the on the amount they give you. They give you a really good amount. And I honestly get full, and it's super hard for me to get full nowadays on, on food. My appetite's just too crazy. But yeah, that's my answer. And Egon's asked, working out, how can I get to Gainesville? That's a that's a tough question because I'm not even in Gainesville anymore. I don't lift weights anymore. If I do, it's mostly athletic movements. I kind of just steered away from the bodybuilding aspect of it. I notice when you're trying to be an athlete and you want to be athletic and limber and, and agile, it's hard when you're doing bodybuilding movements. You're just so stiff and your major body parts are just so much bigger than the rest that it's hard to, you know, to be athletic. So now I just I either run, I box uh, a couple times a week. And if I do lift weights, it's athletic. So I'll do mostly core exercises, not just sit-ups, but I'll do like movements that engage the core, engage the legs, things like that. Or body weight workouts, those are good too. I highly recommend them. Even if you're, you know, years into working out and lifting weights, it doesn't hurt to have more, you know, being able to push your own body weight proficiently. And that's it for questions, guys. I guess I could just talk about my day. Uh... Had a fun night last night. I went out for some drinks with a buddy of mine. We had a good time. I got home. Tried watching that Halloween movie like I mentioned earlier. Turned that off. Watched something else. Passed out. Woke up around 3 o'clock in the morning. Super thirsty. I had a fat headache. Um, went to the kitchen. Got a liquid IV. If you don't have a liquid IV or you haven't tried them yet, I highly recommend. Not only is it good for hangovers, but it's really good to keep you hydrated. So I pounded one of those down with a bottle of water. Then I had a cup of water. Felt better, but then I couldn't go back to sleep. And I kind of messed up by passing out around 9.30 because I woke up at 3 and that's almost a kind of a full night's rest. So I woke up, you know, with energy like I was ready for the morning, but sadly it wasn't anywhere near the morning time when I get up. So I stayed up until 6, finally fell asleep. Then I woke up again around 7, 7.38. Then I realized it was too early and I was still kind of tired, so I fell back asleep. Got up at 9, got dressed, went out to Evergreen Coffee Co. here in the Evergreen Hills. If you haven't tried it, I recommend their uh, their breakfast sandwich and their cold brew is delicious. So I had one of those, munched on that, and then uh, I started my errands. I went to the hardware store, picked up some cleaning products, uh, went to Target. I, I mess up, guys, because I go to Target on weekends when I'm here in San Jose. Sometimes I'm not here on the weekends. But when I am here, my morning routine is usually get a coffee and go to Target or go to some other store and, and look around. But when I go to Target nowadays, I don't even take a cart with me because when I leave, it'll be full. And I'll spend more money than I initially wanted to from when I got in there. So that was my morning. Oh, then I went to get my chain fixed. 
I broke my chain a few weeks back. Got it fixed. It was way cheaper than I expected, and the man did a really awesome job. After that, what did I do? I went to the grocery store, bought some uh, groceries to make a meal that I was really excited about making. I made a vegan bolognese. If you guys haven't, if you guys haven't tried eating vegan for at least a day out of the week, it honestly changes. It changes everything. I think I went vegetarian for a whole week, and I not once got bloated after eating a meal. I feel like everything just digested super easy. I, I didn't feel heavy. I didn't feel bloated. And honestly, I love it. But man, I love to eat meat. I love chicken. I love I love beef. I love turkey. It's hard to cut that out, but I recommend at least having a meatless uh, a meatless day out of the week for dinner or lunch or even all day. Maybe a whole day of, of vegan or vegetarian or even pescatarian. Changes changes their, your body and makes you feel a lot better. Try it out. After that, I watched the Marvin Vittori versus Paulo Costa fight. Paulo Costa, I really wanted him to lose, not because I'm a hater, but because that man cannot make weight. They fought out. They were they wanted to fight at 185 pounds, but Paulo couldn't make 185. This man's huge. He's six one. Probably walks around at least 220, maybe 230. And uh, on Monday or Tuesday, he flew in from Brazil, and he weighed 211, and the fight was stat Saturday. There's no way he was going to lose all that weight in, in those few days. So he asked the UFC if they could bump the fight up to 195. Decided that same day he couldn't make 195, so he asked to make it 205. Obviously, this guy has no consideration, no respect for his opponent, Marvin Vittori, Marvin Vittori clearly wants to fight. You know, he. I'm not a fighter, but I can only imagine how grueling and, and hard a fight camp is just to throw it all away just because your opponent couldn't keep his commitment. So Marvin Vittori naturally accepts this 205 offer. So they fight at 205, and uh, both these guys are monsters. They're beating the crap out of each other. Paulo's landing some good shots. Marvin's landing some good shots. There's some decent wrestling. But man, Paulo Costa just looked too damn defeated towards the third round. Marvin was was on top of him, you know, keeping keeping on him, keeping pressure. And, and Paulo just looked too tired. And then, you know, fifth round comes along. These guys are absolute war. Punch after another. These guys are just going at it. Then the first, maybe the, sorry, not the first, the last two minutes, things really got real. They were throwing leg kits. They were throwing body shots. There was some really good boxing going on. And then uh, the fight was over. Paulo Costa lost via unanimous decision. Marvin Vittori ended up being the victor. Which is kind of, it's expected since, you know, Paulo couldn't make the 185-pound, you know, weight cut. But even then, Marvin Vittori deserved the win. And uh, Paulo Costa, he he's very delusional. So he, he feels he won that fight. But this guy had an eye poke. He poked Marvin Vittori's eye, I think the second round or the first round. When he was struggling to keep up with Marvin, Marvin was just put in pressure and, you know, Paulo, little eye poke. And then after that, I think it was like a three-minute break they took so Marvin could recover from the eye poke. And then uh, round resumes and Paulo almost hits him in the in the balls. Almost, probably an inch off. Or he actually, I think he did, but the, but the ref didn't call it. They continued the fight. So this man was just fighting dirty, playing all dirty. The whole time he wasn't fair he was he was taking advantage of of the, of the ref not being big
just because of how much of a mess he was making this whole fight week for, for both parties, not only for his fight camp and for Marvin's fight camp. But um, I heard the post-fight interview, and I don't know his name. Sorry for not knowing his name. Uh, one of the commentators was saying that there's no accountability on, on Paulo Costa's team, which obviously is it's clearly visible. This guy still thinks he won, doesn't take any accountability for not making the 185. And, uh, and as a result, he lost. And Dana White, the UFC president, says that Paulo Costa can't no he can no longer fight at 185. He's too damn big for the weight division. He has to move up. And if he doesn't doesn't want to move up, I guess he gets cut. And honestly, it doesn't really matter if Paulo gets cut. He's a good fighter, but he's just too inconsiderate and, and disrespectful to his opponent. And honestly, that man's a beast, but I can't I can't support a fighter like that. So a guy like him I wouldn't mind seeing get cut from the UFC. It sucks if he does get cut, but he really should take his, his career a little more seriously. And that's pretty much it, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to me. Um, hopefully, the next episode or two, I'll have an ep- I'll have a guest on here to keep me company, so I can keep these these episodes going a little longer. But this will do for the first episode. Thanks again for tuning in. Um, any any more questions you guys have? Any advice? You know, shoot me on Instagram, hit me a DM, or even comment on my picture. All right, guys. Thank you. Bye.